Yes. Oh, that good old coffee. It's good? Mm-hmm. We need to upgrade the studio. We do. We were just talking about We've been about talking that. about this for a long time. And no action. We need books. We need murals. We need fan mail. Yeah. I'm afraid this doesn't show the true character of who we are. No. I feel like we're in... Your basement would be nicer than this. We're in your base. Uh, we're in some... Yeah. We're in my basement. In if I had a basement, if he had a basement. Like. If he had a basement. What's going on? What are we talking about? Sorry. So you sent me this message about anti-role models. Okay. Okay. It hit me like role models is one of the most important things that we talk about on this mm-hmm. podcast, on this show. It's more than a podcast to me. You talked about anti-role models. I thought this would be a good opportunity to talk about anti-role models. But actually, let's do a full episode on role models. And let's call this the three types of role models everybody needs in their career. Okay. I want to unpack like each it. role model. The nephew has a lot of lot of notes. I, I got like notes. This. I got notes. So we have a system. We're getting a system down now where I keep this doc as we do the show. And so, like, if there's things that you say or we say or whatever, I mark it down as a clip. So then the video crew knows, like, oh, what? pull it out. So then Dan or Gonzo doesn't have to listen for 30 minutes to then pick out the good clip. Woo! Ooh, look at that. So, uh, so saving you time, GK. But no, no, I had this conversation with Dan. Shout okay. out uh, young, young, Dan, Dan. young Dan. Young Dan. Young Dan. Young Dan the other day. I said, look, I want to pull out the clips and I want to write the headlines. Yeah. But if you have the mindset of I'm going to do this for you, this is your job, mm-hmm. you're never going to learn it. Never gonna so learn I'm going to show you some of the things that I think would be good clips and headlines, but I want you to take this oh, hey. and then take it with it. Okay. So that's how we got the clip. So like here. if you go, he sent me this great clip today, which is like, you know, one that we wrote down last time, which is the tell in hiring, you know, about management or whatever the heck yeah, it was. Yeah. How to spot your future leaders. How to spot your future leaders, right. Yeah. So I wrote that, that's gave him that, that one, was too and good. now he knows. That one right. we should have charged for. We should have charged. That was too that, good. That, I'm going to post that one later. Yeah. Um, Behind the paywall. So this is, just this kidding. little this episode is about role models. I want to talk about the three of them. I, actually, I want you to do most of the talking. I do what I do, which is interview you. Okay, so let's talk about role models. Number one, let's talk about role models in general, mm-hmm. the good kind, mm-hmm. right? I think this is the mistake that most people make, which is everybody wants role models, but they say, DC, I want you to be my role model. No, um, sorry. When can we get coffee? Impossible. Uh, when can, I, when can yeah, we get yeah. lunch, right? Mm-hmm. And you're never going to have a time. So I think the biggest mistake people make with role models, we should talk about why you need them first. Yes, I was going to ask you that. Why do we need role models? Well, how, And how did you get, come okay. to learn about let the me answer. Models? Let me answer this question in a couple different ways. One of them is how I would have answered it a couple years ago, which is, well, because you need to have people to look up to, mm-hmm. right? What you've helped me figure out is that actually the role models... There's really two reasons. Mm-hmm. One of them is so you can see what's possible. Yes. Right. Okay. You talk about this yeah. story a lot mm-hmm. where like when you were growing up, you didn't know you were in Queens. You know, you dropped out of college. You didn't know X, Y, Z was possible. No. Nope. Right. Nope. Now you ha- your kids know things that are possible that you did not know. Yeah. Right? I so, had no Googles. No Googles. Nothing. You know, n- none of that stuff. Yeah. The second one, though, this has actually been the most powerful one for me, okay. is to learn what works or doesn't work mm-hmm. from other people, mm-hmm. right? Oh, my God, we've never done an event. we got to do our first event here at Drift. Yep. I could figure out how to do it, or I could go watch videos and learn from people who have thrown great events. Yes. And then take that yep. and learn what was good and what was not good. All great stuff. Okay. It all comes down to— What did I miss? You didn't miss anything there, but I'm going to take it up one level okay. and say the reason that role models and modeling is important is because we are in a constant— fight Mm. all of us with our own egos And we get to a certain age once we become an adult and we start to think that we want to invent everything. We want to create stuff. We want everything from scratch. We don't want to do the things that have been done before. Yeah. We don't want to listen to our parents' advice because what do they know? And then you hit a certain level of maturity. And then you're like, you look back and you're like, wow, there were so many things that I had to learn the hard way that I could have learned the easy way, but my ego got in the way. And so what we're all about is shortcutting that. And that's Shortcut. where role models come in because we all have this constant, you you have the young, young, redheaded 
yes. redheaded little daughter. Yes. Follow the IG. Shout out Annie if you're listening. Yeah, if you want to check out Annie, check out Dave Gerhardt's <laughs> IG. Uh-huh. That's all that's on there. Uh-huh. 24-7. I want uh, the followers, so <laughs> I post Annie only. Yeah, yeah. If you look at Annie, how does Annie learn how to walk? Yeah. Annie learns how to walk by trial and error. Yep. By looking, observing around her, by modeling and seeing what other people are doing. That's how she learns so many of the things that she does is by modeling, Mm. right? And she doesn't learn how to walk by reading a book. She doesn't learn how to, no one has to give her instructions on how to learn to walk. She's modeling behavior that she sees in others and she's emulating. Yeah. That's where modeling comes in. So we all model, but we get up to a point in life where we stop modeling and start being stubborn. And then we figure out that we finally, the shortcut is to model, right? The thing that we knew all along. And so I never knew, no one ever told me about role models or I didn't even know what that was. And now I can see like, wow, we model so many things in life. Let's take a deliberate framework approach, a systematic approach to learning by using role models. I love that. So last year, back in the spring, I think it was March, April, Mm -hmm. Elias and I met, we were lucky enough to meet with the CMO of Facebook. (laughs) In his office. Wow. Incredible experience. We're like, what What do we ask this guy? Like, I, Elias and I, before the meeting, are like, he's like, do you have questions? You better get some questions. I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. So we said to him, we said, what are the traits of the best marketers? And he said, the best marketers learn faster than everybody else. Oof. Insert marketer for whatever job you are. That's why role models are so important. If you can learn faster than everybody else, yeah. you're going to be more successful. Mm-hmm. Because if you learn faster, you can put the new ideas into play faster. Yeah. You can learn what didn't work faster. You can avoid the mistakes faster. So that line, I've thought about that line a lot since then, which is, I think, true in so many different roles. Wow. I love that. One of the hard things in figuring all this out is identifying who would be a good role True. model. And I was listening to my uncle, Warren Buffett, mm. again, recently. I listened yeah. to him on repeat. Uh-huh. He was giving this talk at, I forgot what the school was in California, old talk on YouTube. And he was saying that his mentor taught him this lesson, right? And he uses it all the time when he talks to students and he's trying to teach them on how to select, how to find the right fit in a person. And he said, imagine this experiment. Imagine where Dave went to college. If he were to look into his class or where he went to high school and he would say, Dave, you can pick one person in this class who you can get 10% of their earnings of whatever money they make for the rest of their lives forever. But you can only choose one person. How would you choose that person? And what I was going to shortcut it for you and what Warren says and his mentor told him was that it's never going to be based on tangibles. It's not going to be the captain of the football team that you're going to choose. It's not going to be that person who had all the straight A's in class. It's going to be someone that stands out to you because of their intangibles. Mm. Something that's intangible that you can't put your finger on. Something that stands out that's weird, that's special about this person and they stand out. And so the reason I bring this up today and I was recording that little rant for a little secret project I'm working on. Okay. I'll tell the people about a little bit more of that later. Okay. But that is important in this, what we're talking about, which is selecting your role model. So when you're selecting for your role models, you don't only want to look at their quantifiable things. You want to do what Warren Buffett said. You want to look beyond that and look for the intangibles. What is the thing that makes them special in selecting that role model? I love that. There's a thousand articles and episodes just from this alone. Right here. Right here. Another thing, I forget what book this was from. We read this book. It might have been Tools to Titan. But Tim Ferriss talks about, I think, who is the, he had the admiral? Was it McChrystal or McRaven? Yeah. It was one of those guys, right? McChrystal. McChrystal. Shout out to you, Stanley McChrystal. I think he's been in the news lately. 
Here is his framework for picking role models. You want three. Number one is find somebody who's doing the same thing you're doing today. Okay. Because that becomes your peer, peer, peer group model. slash therapy, right? Number two is find someone who's one level ahead of you. Mm. So you can kind of see the map to like mm-hmm. get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And then find somebody who's like multiple levels ahead mm-hmm. of you, right? Mm-hmm. So then you can see what it's going to take, what the elite levels look like. I like that as well. framework. That's a great framework. It's very simple, right? Mm-hmm. You need three and here's the three. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's role models. Those are the good kind. You also taught me about reverse role models. Can mm-hmm. you can you rebring the lesson of reverse <laughs> role models to light for the people? We did an episode on this a long time ago, yeah. and it was I had sent DG out. He had been invited to some. One of my some, this is one of my favorite stories. Some dinner, yes. some event, some whatever, and he was nervous about going. He didn't want to go or something like that. And so I was pushing him to go, and I said, "It's important you go to this thing." And I think maybe I was invited to him. And yeah, then I, I, this I is how time. I this is how I came up a little bit, which is these people in the early days drift people invite DC to still invite DC to all this stuff. He says he can't go. I get to Always. go. Yeah. And it's amazing. And so this example was a, a group of all, it was a CMO dinner at dinner, some fancy dinner. restaurant in Cambridge. And yeah, I'm yeah, showing fancy. up in my Nikes and a backpack and, yeah, yeah. and, and walking in. I'm like, are you sure you want me to go to this? <laughs> And he was like, yeah, I want you to go. Yeah, and I was like, but I didn't tell him why. Okay. So I was just like, you need to go to this thing. So he went, he came <laughs> back. This was our first office, I remember. Yep. And so I was asking, what did he think about that dinner? So I didn't tell him anything else. And he was saying some stuff about it. But I could tell that he didn't really want to tell me what was on his mind. And then I finally said, hey, the reason I sent you to that is because I wanted you to look at reverse role models. Those are all CMOs there, all muckety-mucks, fancy dinners and all that stuff. <laughs> muckety-mucks. Uh, Fancy everything. Uh, But how much do they know? And he was like, they didn't know that much. Or they didn't know that much more, I should say. All accomplished people. And I said, that's a reverse role model. That is what you want to look at. You wanted to see what it takes to get to that level, but you also wanted to see how you want to be different from that group. Yeah, that's not that was such an unlocking thing because it was like you go there, you think you're going to be in a different league and you realize, wait a second, this isn't that different. This isn't that crazy. Yeah, they're definitely no more. They definitely have more experience, but it's not that crazy, no. right? It's like, you know, getting it. If you play basketball, you get in a pickup game with a bunch of NBA players and you're like, okay, I can hang, right? Mm-hmm. It's some level of that. And so in my notes, I put like reverse role models is one of the things to have to help you overcome. Everybody has this imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. I think reverse role models is one of the things that helps you figure out what's possible. Because you need contrast. Yeah. You always need to have contrast. You have to understand what does great look like and what is good look like and what is not good look like. It's also, I think, one of the reasons why we love talking about and reading like founder stories is because mm-hmm. you realize, oh, this person didn't have much no. and look at what they did. Totally. And so therefore you can do it. That's number two. Number three is the new one. Do you remember the new one? Anti-role models. Anti-role models. Mm-hmm. What is an anti-role model? Anti-role models is about showing you what not to do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So the anti-role models, which is a new one, this is the third type. Unlocking. You know, we needed I, it. The rule of threes. Sometimes I think, just give too much. Give too much away. <laughs> I don't know. Some of this we got to G2 put a paywall behind this. This should be paid. This, the rest of this podcast is going to be six ninety nine subscription. Free, free all the time. Free. But I'll give you the anti-role okay. model because the anti-role I love the model? people's. Okay. Uh, so the anti-role models is you want to know what behaviors don't lead. This is kind of inversion. This is basically Charlie mm. Munger's inversion. So Charlie Munger's inversion, what he says is, look, if you have a goal in mind, you want to get to this. G2 wants to be some muckety-muck big time. If you want to be the muckety-muck, what you want to do is invert and say, not what will it take for me to be yeah. the mucky muck, yeah. or what, what do you want to be, G2? 
world famous director. Casey Neistat. Casey, Casey Neistat. Yeah. He wants to be Casey Neistat. Yeah. So instead of saying, what are the steps that I need to do, because those are hard to predict, to be Casey Neistat, yeah. you say the opposite. You invert. You say, what are the things that if I do, I know I will definitely never be Casey Neistat. And then you go down that list. And then you can basically come out with a list of things that you should never do, never pursue, because they will never lead you to your goal. And so the anti-role model is this. Okay, find the people who are exhibiting the traits mm. that never lead to the thing that you want, right? So like people who may say, in this case, let's say you wanted to be Casey Neistat, people who may tell you for years that they want to be Casey Neistat, but they've never made any progression towards it. Yeah. And so you take that group of people, create this anti-role model group and say, what is in common with those people? I'd say the universal one that Charlie Munger says always, always is going to be in the anti-role model when you invert is laziness and sloth, mm. right? Like if you don't put in any work you're just a sloth yeah. I think he calls it something else but it's, it's I love that because then there's that gives you somewhere to build right yeah, yeah. so in the Casey Neistat example is like Casey was not lazy he was not a sloth he created 10 videos every single week okay he didn't so, wait for permission yep you right. can start to make this little recipe book of like mm-hmm. okay here are the guardrails right yeah. like one of the things that I like that you do is like when we try to solve a problem you go up on the whiteboard and you write the guardrails yeah right and this is almost like anti-role models is the guardrails totally. okay in order to like we talk about this with pricing a lot right mm-hmm. when we're creating new pricing you always write like has to be simple has to be customer friendly yeah. And so that then gives you some framework to like how you're going to write out the pricing. Yeah, there's so with- many things in the Casey Neistat example, like with Go. the young G2 being a Casey Neistat that most people would fall into. What are the things that Casey Neistat doesn't do? He doesn't obsess around equipment, right? He doesn't care. He, mm. keeps, he doesn't care. He often makes it a point to say the equipment doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? Like he doesn't care about, you know, how he looks or how he comes across, right? There's all these things that usual people who want to do that kind of work, G2 is not one of these people, but one of those people get caught up in equipment, caught up in the way that they look, not want to do anything embarrassing. Wait for them to be selected into some fancy whatever. Yeah. Wait you know? wait for ideas. He has ideas. ideas. He could make a video about a notebook, right? Yes. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. And it's all about story. Storytelling, right? Those are the things that are correlated that, with it. Oh, you got there all the way because of inversion. Yes, inversion and the anti-role model. So G2, we're giving you too much stuff. We're educating the young G2 too much. That's it. Just like that, we're running late today because of we're me. We're running late. Sorry we need six-star reviews. We, need we six still star have reviews. a shortage. I don't know what's going if on. If you are, look, is this is, could be your Thanksgiving call to action, right? This Some is days it. I wake up and I'm like, just let's just wrap up the podcast because I can't get a six-star <laughs> review. Let's retire it. Let's just retire, let's retire it. it. G2, we're going to shut down We'll the go out on right top. Actually, it wouldn't be on top because we don't get reviews anymore. Yeah, because I don't get it. There's no reviews anymore. Oh, your app's broken. Yeah, the app is broken in the Apple iStore, App Store. We're going to have to mix it up. (laughs) We give, 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 give. I don't want to ask, but maybe a six-star review? Yeah. Soon? Please. Please. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving. Just joking with everyone. Seeking Wisdom is going nowhere. Six-star reviews only. See ya. See ya. Peace. Peace.